right now, you're listening to Real Texas Radio with your host, Bronin. This is for the taxpayers who don't get anything. Your Texas local and national news. That was T-Pain, buy you a drink. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. And this week, there are a few episodes coming out with great content. So, highly advise you to tune in. First, we're going to start off talking about music. Some local music events. And those of you keeping up with the Dallas news, you may have seen that T-Pain, the rapper and singer he has recently rescheduled a concert date it was supposed to be on may 18th at the factory in deep ellum formerly known as the bomb factory but t-pain he he got into a twitter spat or a conversation with the mayor of dallas mayor johnson and he was citing safety concerns in deep ellum so the the flip side of that is apparently he'd sold just about a quarter of the tickets that were for the Deep Ellum show. And, and he was getting on social media, on TikTok, berating fans for not purchasing the ticket. So rather convenient that uh, some murders occurred and he was able to bow out of the date and reschedule. The factory, it's actually a great venue. My husband and I, we saw Orville Peck there a couple of weeks ago, had a great time. And capacity there is about 4,000. So T-Pain, he's actually moved his show over to Grand Prairie to a venue, the Texas Trust CU Theater. And that's going to be on June 24th. And that venue, it's even larger It holds about 6,000, maybe a little bit more than 6,000 people. And I did look at ticket prices, and they're about 72 bucks. So I don't know. We we might go. I'd love to see T-Pain. We loved T-Pain in high school. Had a lot of fun, a lot of memories with those songs. Deep Ellum. Since I have moved to Dallas a number of years ago, Deep Ellum has really picked up. And it's a cool place, and there are like 30 music venues down there, tons of bars and restaurants, as you know, and it's gotten really fun and crazy on the weekends. And if if ever I have somebody visiting in town and they're looking for somewhere to go for nightlife, I typically will recommend Deep Ellum. And, you know, there's also a, a lot of homelessness down there, a lot of vagrancy. I'm sure that had nothing to do with the murders, of course. But I want to read to you from, this is from cbsdfw.com. I'm going to read you this article about uh, a couple of recent murders that occurred. And this was written on May 13th by Andrea Lucia. So the day after introducing its new safety plan, Dallas Deep Ellum neighborhood is reeling from an early morning shooting that killed two people and injured three others. Dallas police say there were three shooters. The two men who died 
and a third who was now hospitalized, two bystanders who were standing on the sidewalk at two in the morning as bars were letting out, were also hit by the gunfire and injured. So this is typically where the trouble really starts at the 2 a.m. or shortly thereafter. Once everything starts closing down, that's when the madness launches. According to police, the shootout began after Jermaine Lewis recognized Quentin Lowe as the man who'd set him up to be robbed last week. Lewis and a friend, Anthony Barrow, approached him on Elm Street. Police say all three men fired shots. Lewis and Lowe were both killed in the exchange of gunfire. Lowe was on community supervision for choking his girlfriend in 2017 and out on bond for a 2018 murder in Louisville that occurred after a fight over a parking spot. So if this sounds familiar to you about somebody getting out on bond after being accused of committing a very serious crime, in this case murder, and then just going right out into the streets and committing more crime, this is going on all over the country. There are a lot of liberal bail bond policies coming into play, especially in the blue urban areas. And Dallas has a very blue DA, and he would be a very anti-bail bond kind of a guy, as many DAs are across the country. And they're very vocal about that. And when they're running for office, they talk about how they're going to stop prosecuting for all different kinds of offenses, which really sends a friendly message out to the criminals. And then, of course, the repercussions of that are you know, there are a lot of women who work in Deep Ellum at night. They're hostesses, they're bartenders, they're servers, and young women, and uh, many young women of color, in fact. And they, there's a lot of articles that are being written now, and they'll feature some of these women, some of them as young as 18, and they don't feel safe working in Deep Ellum. So I, I understand they're there's a safety plan now to get some private security down in the area 24-7, and the police presence will be heavier. And and I go down to Deep Ellum from time to time, and you do see police. But apparently the, the issue was the police were leaving when the clubs were closing, and then that's when all the trouble was breaking out. So the uh, the police chief of Dallas, Eddie Garcia, uh, he has also come out against these poor uh, bail bond policies that just end up wreaking havoc on communities and contributing to spikes in violent crime. In any case, T-Pain found his out from Deep Ellum and his flagging ticket sales. I hope that the extra month in the venue change contribute to a robust attendance at the concert and perhaps we'll see him there. The COVID so-called pandemic was very tough on the music industry or, or certainly for live performances. And now musicians largely rely on the live performances, the concerts for income because you're not making any money from CDs anymore, any kind of physical copies. And even on Spotify, and unless you're Beyonce or Adele, you're not going to be making much there either. So you've got to get out there and perform. 
if you're familiar with Rihanna, she hasn't released music in a long time and there's just no money in it. So she goes to ads and clothes and all manner of other thing to promote her brand. And it's much more lucrative in that sense. And so I bring this up because uh, last night, my husband and I, we went to see Leanne Rhymes. We love going to concerts. And she was playing at the Will Rogers Auditorium on Friday night. And I'd never been over to that part of Fort Worth. And the the hall, it's a, it's a beautiful hall. And outside the exterior, it's kind of like Fair Park in Dallas, but it's all Art Deco architecture, which is so stunning. And uh, it, it's striking to see it in especially when it's surrounded by more modern architecture. But uh, Art Deco, if you're not into the architecture style, I think it's beautiful. But anyway, the tickets, they were pretty cheap. They were 50 bucks each, and we got really good seats. We were sitting up in the orchestra. And so I said, let's go. So we took the train, and the concert was starting at 7.30. So I figured she probably wouldn't go on until maybe eight thirty, nine o'clock as the headliner. So we were taking our sweet time. We went out to dinner first and then we walked over to the show. And as we were approaching the auditorium, I, I'd never been there before, but I didn't see anybody walking in. There were, there was no pedestrians around. There weren't cars streaming into parking lot. And so I actually was thinking, wow, are, are we in the right place? Maybe I took us to the wrong place. And so we walk in and are, we're heading up to the doors and we go through the metal detector. And so I could see in the auditorium, I didn't even have my glasses on yet, but there's somebody on stage singing. And I'm like, oh, this, this must be the warm up act. I'd say we got there about 15 minutes after the start time. So 7.45. So anyway, we finally head into the theater and take our seats and and i'm like oh my god that's leanne rhymes she's she's on the stage right now i can't believe it she started right on time and the theater i couldn't believe it was half empty or half full depending on how you look at it i mean there were rows in front of us just completely empty and this is a Grammy-winning artist. And I'm not talking about the obscure kind of a Grammy that they award off-camera. She's got she's got all the records to her name, all of the awards to her name. In fact, I believe she... I don't know if she is still the youngest awarded Grammy winner, but... So, anyway, she looked uh, fantastic. She's 39. She was uh, ext extremely fit. And she looks like she must uh, live in a Pilates studio. And uh, she was wearing a uh, beautiful gown. And her voice, she was stunning. It, it was a, a striking performance. I couldn't believe that people weren't banging down the doors to see her. And she does have a new album coming out. But I know she hasn't had a big hit at least in the pop world in, in a long time. But she's she's got a number of hits, number of big hits. So the stage, it, it was nicely done. It, was, it wasn't elaborate or anything. She had her band 
it was a three-piece band, two guitarists, and there was somebody on the drums. And but she was she was really just singing a cappella, and she sings music that could very easily be pitchy. You know, if you were to sing one of her songs at karaoke or something like that, you could very easily be pitchy. You know, her first big hit, Blue, it, it's kind of like a Patsy Cline sounding kind of a song, and she's got yodeling going on in it, and she sang that stunning. Uh, she sang all the hits as far as I'm concerned, and I, the concert flew by. It seemed like it was 20 minutes long. And, you know, even though the crowd was a little thin they were very supportive base and and she could have easily just phoned it in you know some musicians will do that but she really played to the crowd she had a great attitude she was very humble a few people even ran up to the stage and had her sign some autographs and she did that at the end of the show she finished off or nearly did with how do i live and I'm going to play a clip of that. I took a video of it. It was unbelievable. Wasn't that fantastic? There really is nothing like a live performance. And I like going to, I'll go to a big concert venue to American Airlines or very occasionally the AT&T Stadium. But this was so intimate. It was like seeing an up and coming singer songwriter. And we are so fortunate in the DFW area that there are so many opportunities for live music, whether a big star or somebody more up and coming. So if you have an opportunity to get out and see an artist, especially this summer, you should. You know, I think about a concert sometimes is really like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And if they come to town, you know, and the tickets are reasonably priced, go for it. I'm Bronin. Thank you for listening. We'll get back to politics and bashing crazy liberal ideas very soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Texas Radio Podcast.